welcome to the Ziggler Inspire Podcast. Ziggler Inspire Podcast. Welcome to Zig Ziglar's Inspire Podcast. I'm your host, Blake Lindsay. Today's lesson from Zig may be a little bit uncomfortable to listen to because he challenges us to reduce the amount of time we spend watching TV. Now, if you're like most people, the amount of time you spend watching TV might be more than you care to admit. Let's hear what Zig has to say about TV and your children. I'm a foodie and I enjoy learning about the process that brings great foods and beverages from idea to the table. And then I like tasting them and learning the nuances of what creates the most significant tastes from coffee to cheese to distilled beverages. I did a tequila tasting in Mexico and recently bourbon, Heaven Hill bottled in bond bourbon really impressed me from the story to the taste. I grew up in Kentucky where horse racing and bourbon are famous and I got introduced to Heaven Hill bottled in bond bourbon. It's produced by Heaven Hill Distillery, which has been and still remains family owned since 1935. And I'm impressed with the bourbon's ultra-rich, smooth taste. And right on the bottle, it states that this bourbon is seven years old, which is actually three times longer than what's required to be certified as bottled in bond. I feel with beverages, the longer the prep, the better the taste. Being a bottled in bond product means it must pass a list of seven requirements that set the standard for this quality bourbon. So look for it at your local store. Heaven Hill reminds you to think wisely and drink wisely. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Now, as far as TV is concerned, personally, if I had children today, six years old or under, I'm not sure I would even have a television set, but I would definitely not permit a small child under six to watch television unless I was seated by their side so that I could explain or screen what was being said. The American Academy of Pediatrics Task Force on Children and Television concluded that repeated exposure to TV violence can make children not only accepting of real-life violence, but more violent themselves. The biggest danger, however, according to the Medical Society Journal, is not the behavior the television produces, but the behavior it prevents. What does it prevent? Well, it prevents conversation, visiting, and the development of the imagination while demanding that you rush home to catch the 6 o'clock news, arrange your social and family life to be home to watch your favorite program, and exclude any conversation with a drop-in neighbor until the program you're watching is over. Let me hasten to add, however, that all television is not bad. Many documentaries are good. I'm simply suggesting that you watch, screen, and restrict what your children are seeing. According to a study done in Missouri, 60 to 65% of a child's working vocabulary is acquired by the age of three. The question is, will I let my child's vocabulary be taught by Prince, Pink Floyd, Dr. Ruth, or will I teach them what they should be learning? So what's the solution? Television today is one of the major problems which we encounter. We've got the cable TV that's coming in with all kinds of stuff, none of which is very good. 
Well, first of all, the way we deal with it is this. There is no such thing as adult entertainment. It's childish entertainment by an insecure individual who feel like they have got to see that kind of garbage. When our family started, my mother, who only finished the fifth grade but was a very wise person, made a little statement which simply said, your children more attention pay to what you do than what you say. What I'm saying, uh, Mom and Dad, is there's no such thing as adult entertainment. Don't watch anything that you are unwilling for your six-year-old to be watching as well, or your four-year-old, or your ten-year-old, because what the kids are going to do is they're going to emulate their parents. And if it's good for you, Mom or Dad, what I can't do is I can't wait until I get to be an adult so I can watch all of that filth as well. Uh, They are not rebelling. What they're doing is emulating what you are doing. Now, one of the things that I believe is so critically important, we need to seriously restrict not only their viewing of things that are inappropriate, but we need to restrict the amount of time they spend watching any television. One of the suggestions I love to make is if parents will restrict their children to one hour a day, and they themselves watch one hour a day, but then set aside additional time for special programs because there are some programs on TV that are good, that are moral, that are educational, that are inspirational and encouraging, and you set aside that time and watch with your child. But this old bit about having the TV on all the time is absolutely for the birds. You simply cannot watch constantly and not be affected in a negative way, morally, ethically, spiritually, and every other way. One of my favorite suggestions is you say to the child one hour a day, you choose your program, and what you want to do is understand that's going to be it. Then at the end of the week, depending on your finances, you reward your child materially by saying, you know, you've improved so much in your grades. You're more friendly. You're more helpful around the house. I'm going to reward you with a $5 bonus or whatever. That depends on your budget for doing this. Then you insist that the child take 10% of that and give it to some charitable organization, the church, a school, the hungry, or whatever. You insist that they take 10%, give it to you. You put it in a little bank there at the house, and you're teaching them, first of all, thriftiness. You're also teaching them compassion, and then they take the other money out of that $5, and they're permitted to buy anything they want with that encourage them, however, to take a dollar of it and put it in an educational fund. Uh, What you're doing is you're saying to them, look, I want you to start preparing right now for your future. You're accomplishing a lot of objectives. One of my favorite stories is about this youngster. Knowing he only had one hour, and he knew if he didn't watch it that he would get a bonus as a result of not watching, a bonus of a dollar, as a matter of fact. Each day that he didn't watch his hour, he got that dollar. And this program he kind of wanted to see, so he asked his big brother if he would videotape that program and then tell him later if it was worth a dollar to watch it. It was so funny because he virtually quit watching television. 
Did you realize that obesity is twice as high now among our kids as it was just 10 years ago? And obesity leads to some serious health problems when we restrict all of that watching of TV. We're increasing their health. We're increasing communications. We're building a healthier family. We're improving their grades. We're taking care of their physical health as well as their mental and emotional health at the same time. Now, this might sound like a harsh rule to follow. It is not. It's tough love at its finest. It's the best interest of the child. Our most important responsibility when we bring a child into this world is to give that child a legitimate chance at life. This is the best way to give them that chance. And the bonding between the parent and the child is so much better. You have time to eat together. You have time to talk. You have time to take those short little walks. You have time to discuss some of the issues that are important in their life, including the physical, the mental, and the spiritual. One of the things that many couples are deciding is that they're just going to shut the TV off totally and completely. Well, i got to tell you that in every report I've ever heard when parents do that, the kids are just as miserable the first two or three days. They gripe and they complain. Then they realize that that's the way it is, and they start talking again. They start laughing again. They start communicating again. They do a lot more studying. You know, some kids today, and this always amused me, the number of parents who will buy this. The child will say, well, I just can't concentrate on my lessons if the TV's not on, or I can't concentrate on my lessons if the radio is not on. I got news for you. There's never been one study anywhere in this entire world that proved that watching television while you're concentrating on your lesson improves the grades. Now, if they ever show me a study that does that, then I'll listen to the child who argues that, but that is pure baloney. Don't buy it, parents. You stick by your guns. Later on in life, your child will be glad that you did. Dr. Jane Healy in Bottom Line Personal says this, the development of human language is the development of human thought. The person who teaches your child to talk teaches your child to think. If kids don't talk and listen, they don't think effectively either. Unfortunately, the TV time is six times as great as the study time. So the TV on most occasions or many occasions is teaching our child the language and therefore how to think. There's a better way, Mom and Dad. It's you. Well, that certainly gives us something to think about. Take some time this week to talk to your kids without any distractions. Play a game with them or read a book with them. Turn off that TV and go outside with them. If you do this, you can be assured that the time you spend with them will be a great memory for you. This is Blake Lindsay encouraging you to live your life to the fullest. Ziggler. Inspiring true performance. Hey, Ziggler Podcasters, this is Blake Lindsay, and I want to offer you a special bonus of some great Ziggler material. In a downloadable format, just like you're used to with the Ziggler Inspire podcast, just go to Ziggler.com slash podcast bonus, and you'll find a free download, 60 minutes long of Zig's finest stories, and a free download of Zig's most inspirational quotes. This is our way of showing you some gratitude and saying thank you for listening to the Ziggler Inspire podcast. We appreciate you. Go to Ziggler.com slash podcast bonus.